just to launch this conversation. This is our playground. They have spontaneous conversations. They don't plan this. I mean, there's actually something sort of spiritual about that. What's he do? He's a human being. <laughs> yeah, I'm a sexist feminist. We should be friends. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to the very first live episode of the Rob and Callie Show yes. on talkradio.myc. My name's Rob K. I'm here with my really good friend, Callie Alpert. What's up, Callie? Hey, Robbie. Good evening. I'm so excited to finally be live. I am so psyched. I came into I have the biggest smile on my face. I mean, y'all can't see it, but we are very excited to be doing this live show. I can vouch for it. It's, He's smiling. It's fun already. It's like, you know what? The show is already great. I can feel it coming. It's going to be one of those shows. Okay, don't oversell. And if it's not, uh, don't, you know, we'll, we'll try and adjust for the next one. <laughs> anyway, so um, it is a warm winter evening in New York City. And yeah, it's so good to be here for another episode. Tonight, we're going to talk about something that... Um, is a really great topic that Cal and I talk about a lot, and it's mm -hmm. about how thought creates, and it's about watching what we're thinking because what we think we manifest in our life. And um, I just only had pages and pages of notes that I was doing for this. I was like, oh, usually I jot down notes on my business card. I'm like, yeah, that'll do. And tonight it was like, yeah, I kind of have lots to say about this. We have more notes because we're live. I think that's a little part of it, too. We, wanted a, we had our security blankets that we're going to... Yeah. Probably be a little, you know, a little honest about it. I think that's probably what it is, too. Yeah. That's the topic. Absolutely. We want to make sure it was a, a really good first live episode. Um, and welcome to everybody. It's so great to have all these listeners from listening around the world. We welcome all the... Millions. I know. We welcome all the <laughs> continents in that are listening. It's pretty exciting for us. Um, we were talking before the show how we started out in this cheap office with a computer and a $20 mic from uh, Best Buy. And all of a sudden, we're in the studio. We are. Yeah, it's really nice. So, it feels good. Yeah, it's, um, it's great. So I think that's a great example of how thought creates. You know, we've been talking about this mm -hmm. show for years and we've been thinking about it. And then eventually we're like, let's do it. And we started to put more thought into it. And the thought turned into feeling. And then we manifested being on in a studio and, you know, on a live show that people are listening to around the world. Yeah. So it's a really good example of how you start with a thought, you take some action, and then all of a sudden, who knows, you manifest something, you know? Yeah. yeah. I was thinking earlier today about the times when this concept has been introduced to me. Many times younger, when, it, when I was younger and it was introduced to me, it was lost on me. And one of the first times, I think, is when I was a kid and whenever I wanted to feign being sick or um, play hooky from school, my mother would say, visualize the white light and get your ass to school. And which is true. <laughs> and I'm going to give a shout out because I know my mother's listening tonight. Um, and at the time it was lost on me or I was annoyed, but I didn't realize the power of that until I got much older, you know, and then over the years, there were more examples of that too, where, um, you know, like in college, I remember, um, friends of mine saying, yeah, if you want to find a parking spot, just visualize it, it'll be there. And we used to test it as if it were some strange magic trick and inevitably it was. Now, can I really explain how that happened? Not exactly. Um, but it was just there were little kind of little doses of, you know, just sort of learning what this whole concept meant. And it really wasn't until another friend of mine, a close friend of mine in upstate New York, um, probably about 14, 15 years ago, 
use the mantra thoughts create just super simply he would just constantly say that your thoughts create and yeah. it was only then that I really started resonating with what that meant mm-hmm. um, and I think it really is I'm not saying it's simple to achieve all the time but the concept is a simple one to sort of um, you know just to kind of take into your life yeah yeah definitely and you remind me because when I was younger I, w- I think I was always optimistic by nature. You know, I kind of had depression going on at the same time, but I was always kind of optimistic. That's and, an interesting. Yes, it was a great way to kind of enjoy <laughs> being younger. Yeah, spend. being a teenager was tough enough, and then I had that. But anyway, so, but I felt optimistic, but. At the same time, when things would go wrong in my life, I always felt like a victim. Mm. I was like, oh, I have the Mm -hmm. worst luck, you know? Mm -hmm. And then when I was younger, when I was starting on my spiritual path, I think I was in my early 20s, and I read As a Man Thinketh, which talks about if you watch what you think, your life is going to change, you Mm -hmm. know? And watching your thoughts is one of the most powerful ways that anyone can change their life. And that's when I started practice this stuff. And, you know, I always say that um, worrying is using our imagination in a negative way. And it's usually imagining things that don't even happen. So I kind of find that when I use my imagination in a positive way, you know, and watch my thoughts that way, usually I attract positive people, places and things or, you know, for the most part. Um, And then the other thing is when I learned about that when I watch my thoughts, then I change my feelings and that yeah. changes my vibe and that manifests and creates different things. But, um, but yeah, this is a great topic. I think we all need a reminder that, you know, if you're having a tough day, if you're going through a tough time, you know, just try and watch what you're telling yourself. I, that's something I try and do myself, you know. There's another, I'm just flashing back. I tend to do that a lot when we're, <laughs> when we're talking. I don't know what that is, but just some examples in my kind of life trajectory that speak to some of our topics. So mm. I guess that's a good sign. It means they resonate with me, which I guess is, is, is helpful when we're talking about them. Um, when I was in college, I remember talking to my college roommate. Things were, I, I don't even remember what was going on, but I know I was having a particularly good spate, like a week or two where things, I was feeling light, everything was flowing a lot of good things were happening. And I stopped and simply said to her, I wish I could bottle this. Why is this going on? And she said, because you're in that space and just being in that space perpetuates it. So feeling good or being in a flow or being happy begets more of that energy because, and this is where it does get a little on the woo woo side potentially, but, um, it, it really is all about energy if yeah. you're going to create things and bring things into your life that you want. It is all there for the taking as we have learned as we've gotten older and maybe become a little more educated and wiser about our, you know, just the spiritual cosmic systems, yeah. quantum physics, all of that. Mm-hmm. But it really just is about being in a good place because that perpetuates more of a good place. The trick, I think, when you're trying to practice these things, it's very easy to say, hey, thought creates when you're in a really tough situation, when you're experiencing a tragedy, when you're struggling with a chronic or terminal illness. You know, it, those are delicate issues. And it's I just want to acknowledge that we don't want to just be so black and white about this. Yeah. But when you're in a difficult space in your life, this is when I, I believe this practice is really more necessary and where it's obviously much more difficult. Because you have to really get into kind of you have to shift the energy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a huge challenge. Yeah. And, you know, it's easy for me to talk about watching my thinking and positive thoughts and positive feelings because lately I've really been in the zone. Yeah. And so things have really shifted for me. Now, whether it's the fact that I practice meditation, I'm getting to the gym more, um, you know, whatever I'm doing, um, 
I've been really focused on prayer and just talking to the universe and need some help here. You know, I've been feeling pretty good. And so it's easy to talk about this stuff, but I'm so glad that you reminded me, what about people that aren't feeling that great and maybe depressed or maybe going through a long, dark winter or they're, you know, in some emotional darkness where they're in the hallway and they're waiting for the door to open. And I started to think about that line that the pain is in the resistance And one thing that my friend Melissa says to me a lot is she's like, don't judge it, whatever it is. If it's a person in your life doing something, if it's something that I'm thinking about, it's like, don't judge it. You know, it's allow it. It's, it's, you know, just accept it. It's all right. You know, instead of fighting it. Right. And that helps change the feeling Mm -hmm. to go from pain to, all right, this doesn't feel that great, but I don't have to fight it. You know, it doesn't double the pain. It just makes it so, okay, I can deal with this. Because um, it creates a like a dense energy around you, which is exactly counterintuitive to what you're trying to achieve. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So it's like, you know, we don't have to resist it and we don't have to judge it. And then my mom used to say to me, she used to say, do the next right action or do the next right thing. Oh, that's nice. So it's like if I'm going through a difficult time or if you're really overwhelmed by my feelings or my thoughts or whatever, I just sort of try and take the next right action or do the next right thing. Well, I told you as I, my confession, well, I guess it's not a confession to you because you know me so intimately and where I'm at in my life. But, you know, I was thinking, is this completely disingenuous for me to even talk about this tonight? Because I'm I have not been in the most thought create, you know, um, friendly place for a while now. It's been, you know, it's been on and up and down. I mean, like it is for everybody, but it's been an unusually difficult, you know, like year and a half. Yeah. Um, for a few reasons. And. So as I start to level off, you know, I'm still challenged by that. And that's exactly when you're supposed to be exercising these practices, right? Yeah. So I had a psychic reading yesterday. I think it might be, it might have been at your suggestion, but I did Mm -hmm. have my first one in like a year. Mm -hmm. And one of the things this woman on the telephone said to me was, girl, you need to raise your vibration. You know, she was saying that I'm just, I'm not having, my energy was too dense and that I need to have more fun and I need to relax and not worry so much. What are you so worried about? And mm. it's that's just an illustration of what you're describing, which is, you know, thoughts and fears and concerns that really just create an energy that prolongs breaking out of it, really. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think maybe one thing I can offer when... Um, even when I think for myself and for anybody who um, is listening and struggling with getting into that space, mm. um, and this is based on a conversation I had with a very close friend who I think is out there tonight too, shout out. Um, we haven't done shout outs yet. It's kind of funny to be able to do that. Yeah, we're going to save those for the end of the show. <laughs> It'll take another half an hour. <laughs> so everybody get very comfortable where you're sitting. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> Bows and standing ovations right. and all kinds of things are going to By the happen. way, we really entertain ourselves. I don't know if people can understand <laughs> that. We really own. like our own show. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, one of the things that we were talking about, I think, when she was in a tough place and I was trying to give her a little bit of encouragement, is that just if you can find, do one thing in the course of your day that brings you joy. Just yeah. force yourself. If it means going outside and sniffing you know, fresh air for three minutes or calling a friend, or listening to um, music that you like, or uh, whatever it could, reading a book, or um, listening to somebody online who inspires you. One little thing, make five minutes for that a day, because that creates an energy that lifts your vibration. Yeah. And if you can attach yourself, even in a little moment, without putting too much pressure on yourself, while you're still feeling like shit, 
you know, um, that starts to grow and it starts to compound almost like, you know, a snowball. If you can do that every day and ultimately things do shift and the more positive circumstances do find their way to you. I really believe that. Yeah. And sometimes it's something very basic. It doesn't even have to be something big or monumental that you do. Just something really good, you know, for yourself or something that makes you feel good. Um, you know, and I, I'm, I'm wondering, though, like a lot of times when we're all going through times like this, whether it's accepting what's going on and feeling what you're feeling, maybe you're sad and maybe you need to cry a little or get those feelings out or go to the gym and get some anger out. Maybe you're frustrated with how your life is going or what's going on and you need to take some action and maybe just sit there and cry or go to the gym and, you know, get it out there or whatever. And then other times I think it's also for me, it's about having some sort of connection to the universe or something where I can allow the universe to help me as well, whether it's prayer, meditation, or just writing, you know, to where I can have a a psychic change or some sort of spiritual awakening to where all of a sudden I do feel differently or I am thinking differently or I just feel lighter, you know? Yeah. And again, it's so difficult when you're in a tough space, but that's the time to do it. One little discipline, one little gift you can give yourself just the same way you eat breakfast that day is just to take one little measure like that. So I think one of the other things I wanted to, um, I I think is noteworthy here is that, you know, often people think about these kind of concepts when they're desiring something in their life. But it's also really important to remember that if you continually think about what you don't want in your life and what you want to rid, you're going to continue to perpetuate that as well. Thoughts have energy. Thoughts spark feelings. The feelings have energy and a vibrational level. If you continue to say, I really don't want to be single anymore. I am so tired of being broke. Those will be perpetuated. There's, you know, it's, and it's as simple as really just changing the language in your mind. I am so excited to be abundant. I am really looking forward to A, B, and C. It can be as subtle as that. Just that little shift really does make the difference. Yeah. So they say, listen to me speaking. And I'm like, <laughs> on a, the last time I remember, I think I can attest to the fact. I mean, I, I'm talking myself into You're this. Like, a couple too. of months ago when I tried that, it worked. Maybe I should try that again. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, and you know, affirmations are so powerful, you know, and it's incredible how just changing what you said, it's kind of like, um, I sometimes, uh, remind people when we go from can't to won't, you know, and said, I can't do this job anymore. I won't do this job anymore, you know, or I can't be in this relationship anymore. Mm-hmm. I won't be in this relationship anymore. And it changes our whole feeling about feeling empowered, you know, rather than being the victim. The other thing is that. You know, we talk about how life is an inside job and the outside is really reflecting what's going on in yes, the inside. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. So, dang it. Me and my sturdy <laughs> notes. So, um, you know, I was thinking about how for me it's about, and other people, it's about changing our belief system. It's really our beliefs, you know, what we believe. And actually, I looked up the word belief. To see the definition. You did research? I I actually did. Can you believe that? I know. Let's mark this day. (laughs) What is today? February 3rd. Rob did research. Anyway, so a belief is an acceptance that a statement is true or something exists. And that also says trust, faith, or confidence in someone or something. So I want to go back to an acceptance that a statement is true. And sometimes 
when I'm in a bad mood, I think when people are in a bad mood, it's because we have a negative belief that we think is true. And so a lot of times in order to feel better, all we need to do is to not believe the lie because it's just a lie we're telling ourselves or a part of ourself is telling ourselves. So instead of us believing the lie, it's like, no, change it around. Like you were saying, like, um, no, I, I do deserve to do a radio show. Why wouldn't I deserve to do a radio show? Of course I deserve to do a radio show and just change that around, you know, because and I use that example because, you know, I was a little nervous today mm-hmm. thinking about the first live mm-hmm. show. I was like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think I could do this. Yeah, of course I can do yep. this, you know, yeah. and then all of a sudden I started to feel better. I think that that's a really important point. I'm, I'm thinking about um, a woman that I used to work with who um, now, to the best of my knowledge, we're not in touch, but. She is um, in a you know long-standing healthy relationship. When she first met this guy, we were all working to we were working together, and I remember she gave um, like a little debrief to the girls we were you know that we were working with maybe after the first or second date, and she remembers very consciously sitting there across from him, lovely Menchie guy who she was very excited about, saying to herself, "I deserve this. I deserve this. I deserve this." Over and over again to change the tape in her mind because yeah. we are constantly writing scripts and that is really relevant here we come in with a script um we perpetuate scripts based on all our outside influences and families and our own insecurities and experiences and i think it is really crucial that we every day can wake up and remember that we can write our own script you know i'm lucky enough that in my life i have plenty of examples of knowing what it feels like to be in a flow where you're really aligned with yourself and you're in this place that we're describing where all the good stuff happens because your thoughts are just little whispers and the you know every and you're bringing everything in it's very simple it's not that complicated when i get tripped up so i'll offer to everybody this is what not to do and i'm still trying to um unlearn this because i I have a propensity to do it yeah is to kind of overthink it over you know the thoughts create thing i put too much weight on it and there becomes almost like a craving and a little bit of an attachment to outcomes thinking that i you know if i just change my thought or work a little harder with my inner dialogue and that again is completely counterintuitive yeah it's really um i was reading something recently and there was a beautiful distinction or it might have been a jerry and esta hicks as i like to call them you know the preeminent couple of godmother and godfather on some level of um, law of attraction yeah talking about how it's there's a huge difference between a desire and a craving a desire comes from a light place of love it's a gentle sort of whisper out to the universe that there's something you'd like to see happen or something you'd like to bring into your life a craving really comes from a place of fear and what you don't want to continue to happen in your life. And again, that's the one that doesn't work so well. Yeah. Well, and I think attachment sometimes when we have too much attachment to anything, it can cause pain or discomfort. So I think it's about, and this is challenging for all human beings, you know, taking action and not being attached to the results, you know, and especially trying to use our willpower because we do have willpower. It's not like, you know, we're just walking around like, well, the universe wants everyone to be happy. It's like, well, you know, I have to take actions. And, you know, a prayer for me is to try and bring my will in alignment with the universe's will and to make good use of my will. And so using that, especially in tough times, you know, I think that takes courage sometimes because it's easy sometimes to get frustrated and we all want to give up on a project or someone or something and to just detach sometimes and and try and change our thoughts about it and not maybe push so hard or try so hard and be like, maybe it's not the right time. And I can, I've taken actions. I'm going to let go and I'm going to try and focus on something else or something that, 
you know, is a little more positive, you know. But again, when anyone's right in the throes of darkness or feeling down or being in a bad mood, I think it takes a lot of courage to not feel like a victim and try and change our thoughts and act like adults and be like, all right, things aren't going great. It doesn't mean it's always going to be this way. Let me go for a walk or go to the movies or something, you know? Yeah. But it is a commitment as, um, you know, as we talked about earlier, there's a decision that has to be made when you're in a dark place to just do one little thing. Even if it's the hardest thing you've ever done, even if you haven't been out of bed for a week or again, you're you know, plagued with some really big challenges. It's just that one little choice that maybe you just open the window figuratively for five minutes a day and let some new sort of light in. And that's hard. Yeah. You know, that is a decision yeah. when you're in a tough place. Yeah. I, I think, like your analogy. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I just great. made that up for you. Thank it's you. It's a great vision. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much. Open the windows. I think actually the psychic said that to me yesterday, even though I, I often use that metaphor and I open uh. my windows at home a lot, even in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. Um, but she might've, that was, that was fresh in my brain. Cause it is a nice, uh, it is a nice sort of visual. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also a balance that has to be struck between letting yourself feel your feelings yeah. and sometimes feeling sorry for yourself on, on given days and being human and just giving, because I feel like the more you kind of sublimate and bury those feelings again, the longer it takes to break through that. I think you have to really give a space to feel things to a certain degree and then there's a time to maybe try to switch it up. It's up to every individual to figure out when that happens it's not like you can really quantify that or have a timeline. But I do think that the more you get into dark negative spaces, the more they're going to la- the, the longer they're going to last. Yeah. Well, and I like you reminding everybody, it's about just taking a small step. Something I'd like to suggest to people that are really going through a tough time is pull out a pen and pad or, you know, on your iPhone, wherever, and just write down your craziest, wildest dreams. You know, you're in the opposite place, maybe. You feel like you're never going to get out of what you're going through. Just write down the most amazing life that you possibly want. Now, I'm not saying with Law of Attraction, all of a sudden that's going to (laughs) happen. But wouldn't that be nice if the magic wand... Well, yeah, I think it starts something, you know. It gets momentum, the ball rolling, and all of a sudden you never know how that can start to change things. And, you know, sometimes they say, when I take a step to the universe, the universe takes a thousand back. And so it could take that one small writing that all of a sudden you wake up tomorrow, you just feel a little bit differently. You reminded me of another time where shockingly, I was having a very hard time getting into the vibration of this brilliant concept we're talking about tonight. Um, we and didn't, I, oh, we didn't have any problem coming up with this theme, everybody, just to, yeah, let, and just to let you know. And we haven't mastered it for the record, if that hasn't become obvious. And I remember opening up the Law of Attraction book just to do a little uh, Jerry and Esther 101. And some of the, the easier things to do not the ones that require this big, you know, manifestation process are just fantasize. Wouldn't it be nice if a happened just one thing? Wouldn't it be nice? Yeah. Not even getting into the vibration or feeling your way into the, you know, what that feeling would feel like if you could, you know, move yourself into that situation. Yeah. But just to say, boy, wouldn't it be nice? And just daydream for three minutes. Yeah. That's a start. Yeah. The other thing is music is so powerful for me and I know other people. Mm -hmm. So if, 
if I'm in a bad mood, sometimes I put on sad songs, you know, get out some of those feelings or maybe some angry songs, Metallica or something. Just get that out. Get the rage out. Nice, gentle Metallica. Yeah. Good you for know. the soul. No, I know. That's Met- Led Zeppelin. Are you kidding? My, Metallica, you. Metallica totally loves Law of Attraction and Jerry and Esther Hicks. <laughs> anyway, so, no, but it's like music is so powerful. So if you're in a tough mood, put on some music that makes you feel a little bit better. You know, that usually helps. Also, babies, animals, pets, borrow somebody's kid. I mean, but, you know, anything, you know, sometimes... <laughs> Can I borrow street. your kid for an hour? <laughs> I mean, I'm... Can I borrow your dog for an hour? <laughs> I'm half joking, but I even think about the way... Pay attention to the way your body feels. You either feel good when you're around a thing or a person or a situation, or you don't. Yeah. Put yourself around the things that make you feel good. It's so simple, and it sounds so trite. Yeah. But that will have a visceral ultimately kind of biochemical quantum physics results yeah. if you keep doing it. And I'm going to follow my own advice. I will get back to you. <laughs> well, and, TBD. And also just to get back to the music, it's also about positive songs. Like even before the show tonight, I put on one of my favorite songs. It's so inspiring to me that goes back to when I was sending out resumes at a college when I was graduating. I remember this song that inspired me and it put me in such a great mood. All right, what the song show. was it? Inquiring minds want to know what nerdy ass seventies song it was. It actually it, Air Supply? It, it, no, it wasn't anything nerdy seventies. It was nerdy late eighties. It's nothing gonna stop us now. Starship. And I remember that was playing in the Nothing's post office. Gonna stop us. Yeah. It was actually it was playing in the post office. I was mailing resumes out in Tampa, Florida when I graduated college. Anyway, with that, that's an interesting bit of trivia. Um, thanks everybody listening to our first live show. Yes, it's been thank really, you. It was really great. Fun. If you, we know you're out there. Yes. We feel you. Yes, thank you so much. And um, if you want to contact us, we have a Facebook page, Twitter. Just go to um, therobincallyshow.com. And if you want to learn more about me, go to robk.com. And if you'd like to learn a little more about me, callyalpert.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Take care, y'all.